Grab your favorite caffeinated beverage and get cozy because you are listening to Mindful as a Mother with Paige Bruce and Lindsay Adams. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mindful as a Mother. Today is my turn to talk about back to school. Whether you have gone back to school already or you're anticipating the return to school, a lot of the changes and transitions all build up in the weeks right before and right after. So Lindsay did a wonderful job of talking about back to school and great tips and skills you can start to incorporate now to help with that transition. And what I wanna do is help you move from anxious to excited about the school year for you and your kids. But first, a little housekeeping. Um, Lindsay and I are trying something different. So we are recording each of our podcast episodes via video and we started a YouTube channel. I will put the link in the show notes, but if you would like to watch this podcast, live. You can see all of my outrageous um, hand movements, motions. I'm very expressive. (laughs) But if you would like to watch this episode on YouTube, you can find us at Mindful as a Mother is our channel, Mindful as a Mother podcast. Also, we are working on finding finding a way to transcribe all of our podcast episodes for our listeners that maybe like to read because I don't talk fast enough. If you're like me, you can set it to like 3x and it goes super quick. Or for those of us that are hard of hearing, which I also am on this side of my head. So if you're talking over here, the chances are I really can't hear you. And that's like years of drumline without earplugs because I wasn't listening to adults because I knew better. (laughs) Okay, so that is a little bit of housekeeping about what's going on with Mindful as a Mother pod. On the other end, we are very excited because we are hosting our first live cooking show in our private Facebook group, Embracing Mindful Motherhood and Positive Parenting. If you know Lolo, you know her food's delicious. Um, Laura is the owner, operator, and magician behind Lolo's Home Kitchen. And she has, uh, she's a food blogger, she's a cookbook author, and she's a mom. So she understands what it's like to really want to make healthy, quick, delicious meals with picky kids. And so she actually is doing a guest live in our private Facebook group where she is providing us a recipe from her designed and independently like created meal plan subscription service. So she gave us the recipe, she gave us the ingredients, and then she's actually going to do a live cooking demonstration for us, August 20th, 4.30 Mountain Standard Time. And if you would like access to that, you need to join the Facebook group. So I'll go ahead and put that in the show notes also. Join our Facebook group and find the event. It will be recorded, so you'll be able to go back and watch it at a different day or time if you're not available, but we would love, love, love everyone to attend live if they can. All right, so with the news out of the way, I'm going to dive right in. So the beginning of the school year is exciting, right? We're very excited. We're full of anticipation. Maybe you are like me, where you're ready to send your kids to school full-time, not pay for tons of childcare, and or just get a break sometime in the middle of the day. Not that we don't love the little demon angels, angels, I said angels, but for some, it's actually met with dread, anxiety, and concern. So with back to school season, either just happening or in anticipation of happening, I want to help you and your kids move from anxious to excited for this school year. Hey, so the first thing I'm going to talk about three different steps and I'll break them down. The first thing I want to talk about is building confidence before the year starts. And even if your school year has already started, you're welcome to try and incorporate this step now um, and continue building on it. Because actually it is, a, it is a skill building activity that I would recommend that prevents global thinking. 
and global thinking is kind of an all or nothing. This always happens. And actually, I don't know if you know Dr. Lemines or you've heard of Dr. Lemines. She's a specialist that works with anxiety and anxiety disorders and also works with parents working with kids with anxiety. So I've taken many of her trainings to be certified in working with anxiety with my clients and especially my kiddos. And so we want to try to demystify success. And so when I talk about skill building to limit global thinking, I'm talking about we're going to break it down. So it's not about perfection. It's about understanding that the road to success has many small steps. We work for a long time and that um, you are capable. Okay. So I bring this up because in general, this is what we call building bridges. We're building self-esteem bridges. Um, we're building bridges back to our successes to increase self-esteem for the upcoming school year. So with change comes anxiety and uncertainty, especially with ourselves and our kids. So one thing anxiety and change are really good at is making us amnesic to our successes. We forget all of the things that we've done and all the things we've accomplished. I think Lindsay would attest to this, especially as we discuss like future of our practices, future of our parenting goals. It is so easy to get stuck in the mindset of these are the things I didn't do or I want to do instead of being able to remember our successes and how we got to where we are now. So we wanna focus on amplifying the strengths of our children by building these bridges, especially when we're caught up in the worry anxiety of the upcoming changes and the start of the school year, okay? So this is what I want you to do. I want you to open a conversation with your kids and I want you to ask, what's something new you learned this summer? What's something you did or a success that you had? And for a lot of kids, this is going to be a difficult thing to answer. So I want you to take that opportunity to model. You get to model that and say, at the beginning of the summer, I wasn't able to ride my bike with no handlebars. But by the end, I felt really anxious and worried because every time I tried, I felt like I was going to fall off the bike. But by the end of the summer, I was riding up and down our road without any hands and I felt really stable and I wasn't able, I didn't fall over and I wasn't concerned that I wasn't going to be able to do it anymore. Okay. So I want you to exaggerate your example in the modeling process. Think about the things you did this summer. What did you do with your kids? Um, something that I realistically did, this is another really good example, is that I rode um, a I took my road bike and I did a road bike ride for 12 miles one way. And then I rode 12 miles back. And I was really worried that I wasn't gonna be able to make it because I hadn't done a lot of training. I was worried that I was gonna be too tired. I was worried I wasn't gonna have enough water with me, but I got there, I took a little break, refilled my water and then I rode back. And so by the end of the summer, I was able to say that I can do this trip there and back on my bike and I am capable of it. I didn't get too tired and I can do it again, right? Okay, so <clears throat> we're going to follow up. We're gonna ask, how did you go from not knowing how to do something to knowing how to do it? This is the bridge. So it's not just about identifying our successes, but how did we go from not being able to do this thing to being able to do it? And systemically, when we're teaching life skills and skill building to our kids about the things we want them to do, we are breaking it down into foundational steps for them. But now having them be able to break it down and identify it and those steps for themselves, 
makes a difference in their ability to continue to do that with their own success. So how did you go from not knowing how to swim? One of my kids learned to swim this summer. How did you go from not knowing how to swim to knowing how to do it? Well, we got to go to the pool a lot every week. We went two or three times. And then even when you felt scared, you practiced putting your head underwater and plugging your nose. And then you practice putting your head underwater, plugging your nose, and you kick your arms and legs out. And it helped you. And then you felt confident enough to be able to try it on your own without me there. And now you can swim underwater without me there and without a floaty. So we're identifying the steps that they took. And again, this is gonna be a really difficult skill to teach them, but I want you to model. This is how it started. And we're exaggerating the feelings and experiences in the beginning, right? Because we want our kids to start the school year off being uh, confident and feeling like they accomplished things this summer. It helps soothe the anxiety of the transitions and the changes. So we're moving in with lots of self-esteem. And I also am really passionate about self-esteem and anti-bullying information. So I love a good self-esteem tactic. <laughs> so you're gonna exaggerate the feelings and experiences. Label them, use, your, use the words. I felt really nervous to put my head underwater because I was scared that I wouldn't be able to breathe and I didn't know what it would feel like. You didn't know what it would feel like. Okay. And then this is how it ended. So this is how it started. These are my feelings. This is the stuff that I did. And then this is how it ended and how I feel with it ending. Okay. And now we're going to take it another step further if your kiddo is old enough. And if your kiddo is young, like, so we're gonna, it's going to be a writing activity. And if your kiddo is young enough that they can't write or spell, do it in a video. You have a phone. We all have phones. Do like a video diary situation and hold on to that for them. Okay, so this is the tact. You're going to um, ask your kid, what did you learn this summer that is going to help you when you come across something new this school year? What did you learn this summer that's going to help you when you come across something new this school year? And then write it down and keep it somewhere as a letter to yourself that encourages you and reminds you of how you were successful, how you were brave, because you tried even when you felt scared. How you were scared and asked for help. So you were able to do it with some help and then you were able to do it on your own. So um, have your kiddo answer that question, write down what they learned that can help them this school year when they, they come across something new. So that way when they come across something new, they have this little letter to themselves to encourage them and remind them of how they were successful and can continue to be successful. It demystifies the idea of overnight success because there is no such thing. But with media today, wide exposure, I don't know if it's just culture, we love an overnight success. So we're demystifying overnight success and showing how things work step-by-step step and how sometimes we fail and we can keep going and the things we learn that help serve us in the future, help serve us when we see something new. And again, if your kid isn't old enough to write, do a video. I love family activities. I love family night. I always recommend family night. This would be a really fun family night activity to sit everybody down and have these conversations about what we learned new this year. And you can even do like, let's draw a picture of something new we learned this summer. What's something new we learned? How did we learn how to do that? And then talk about how we can use the skills that we learned in being successful over this summer to be successful when we have new things in the school. Okay, so that is tip number one. Tip number two, 
setting goals. I don't know how anyone else feels about this, but I love a good goal. Okay, so the purpose of setting goals isn't necessarily to establish like these are the things we have to accomplish. I want us to focus on, we're gonna set family goals and we're gonna set individual goals. Again, because we're trying to get excited about the school year, we're going to increase our confidence, feel ready, get excited. That way the, the transition is positive. We're associating it with very happy, positive feelings. So that way every year when we're starting the school year, it can start off confident and excited and happy. Okay, so family goals. Pick a family theme for the month, for the week. I like to do for the year, the school year. What's our family theme this school year? What's important to us? Um, create a family mission statement. Like, what do we want to accomplish this school year as a family? What are some things we want to focus on this fall? Like, what are we excited about as a family this school year? What are some things we feel like we need? Um, and exciting. So these are some things my kids actually don't start school until the 31st. And so family themes I'm thinking of for us this year would be um, where the Bruce is, we try something new. Right, where the Bruce is, we do new stuff, or we try something new. Or I'm not, it's like not a catchy catchphrase. <laughs> but, you know, these are the qualities that I want to help encourage in our kids. So it's like, um, where the Bruce's were brave, we do stuff even when we feel scared, or like we try new things even when we're scared. Or around kindness and compassion. Okay. And then you can set um, individual goals. Like this school year, what would you like? And help them establish what that is. Um, grades are great, sports are great, like whatever they are passionate about, and this is of all ages, whatever your kids are passionate about, we can set a goal. A number of books we wanna read um, in the first quarter. Uh, what are we want our grades to be? The sports we wanna try. Also focus on altruistic qualities, which means like in, internal qualities, compassion, kindness, empathy. So, What's something kind we did for someone today? It's our family goal to be kind. And how are we going to accomplish that goal, right? We're gonna break it down. So every day we'll ask, what's something nice you did for someone today? What's something kind you did today? And being able to incorporate it in that way. Another thing I love is coming up with, um, so my middle kiddo is very scared of new stuff. She just is, she has a lot of fear in trying new things. So we talk about being brave. Doesn't mean we don't feel scared. It means that we try even though we're scared and that it's okay to be scared and feeling scared is normal. And you know, we exaggerate. Like I feel really scared the first time I tried to ride my bike with no handlebars. And I tried it anyways, and that was the brave thing to do. Okay. And so then what's really fun is we have little marbles and we have a jar. And so we talk through like what, what our goal was, right? So our family theme, where the, where the Bruce is and we're brave. Then we say, what's something new that you tried today? And if they answer like, oh, this is something new that I tried today and this is how I felt, they can put a marble in the jar. And when we fill up the jar of marbles, we get to pick a new theme or a new goal. Like we've accomplished that goal and you can even associate it with a reward if you want, um, but that's it. Or like I have reading charts for our kids. So one of our goals is to, um, read a certain amount of books in a certain amount of time. And so they get to color in a circle every time they read a book or we read a book together and then they like get to pick something special at the end. 
Okay, so something to help you guys get excited for the school year is setting goals about what you want. So I'm gonna keep going off the brave one. So here's our family theme, we're the Bruces and we're brave. And how are we going to accomplish that goal? We're going to try something new, even if we feel scared every day. And then every day we ask, what's something new you did today? And how did you feel before you tried it? And how did you feel after you tried it? And then we're gonna put a marble in the jar. Um, and then we're going to use those marbles and do something special with them to kind of solidify these concepts. So it's exciting to be able to set these goals and to move in to a new phase of life, learning new skills. Okay, tip number three, find something that excites you about what's to come. So this could be, in my family specifically, this is rituals. So we have a back to school ritual of back to school shopping, right? So everyone needs school supplies or the things, but we actually make a day of it. And this is something that gets us really excited about the school year. And so we go through all their clothes, figure out what they need, like for the winter to come or the things they've sized out of like socks, or if they have the right fitting shoes or snow boots, because I don't place that snow is like a ton. But what we do is we take one day where we all go together and we get to pick out all our clothes and we get to pick out all our school supplies and we get to eat lunch at the food court at the mall and it feels super special. And then we come home and if mom or dad wasn't with us, we get to do a fashion show. So like last year they went with their aunt. So when she brought them back, they did a fashion show for me and showed all the clothes and then they get to pick their first day of school outfit. And so for us, it's the ritual of we get to go back to school shopping and really enjoy this time. As a parent, I was thinking about something that excites me and I have to pack all, all my kids' lunches. I specifically don't have to pack them, but my kids have to bring packed lunches um, to school. The school doesn't provide lunch. And so something that I'm super excited about is I bought an Uncrustable cutter. Like it cuts and seals sandwiches in the shape of an Uncrustable. I'm sure these things have existed for a while, but I have next level excitement about it um, on Amazon. So I'm super excited to make a bunch of sandwiches, a bunch of Uncrustables, and then put them in the freezer. And I also found a recipe for Hot Pockets, which can be a story for a whole other day. But I'm going to be making Uncrustables and Hot Pockets because I'm, exci I'm excited for that. <laughs> and then having them be an active participant and getting to choose their shoes, getting to choose their clothes. Like oftentimes, and Lindsay mentioned this in her last episode, as adults, it kind of doesn't really cross our mind to include our kids in these types of um, decisions until later, where it's like, oh, well, we're starting school, so we need this stuff and we need to do this. But if you're able to incorporate them into the ritual, you're able to talk to them about what's exciting for them, how it's exciting for them, um, or what they like, or what they get to use, and, you know, and saving those things for the first day of school as something special can help them get really excited about the school year. So those are my three tips. If you have any questions, you're always welcome to DM us. Um, you can send any listener questions, submit them in the Facebook group, Embracing Mindful Motherhood and Positive Parenting, or you can send us an email at mindfulismotherpod at gmail.com. Um, I am so excited for this school year to start for you guys, and I really hope that between Lindsay and I, you're able to come up with some great skills and tools to start shifting your routines, to ease your transition, and to go into the new school year with confidence and self-esteem. Hey, hey, Lindsay here. Have you ever wanted to just like talk to someone 
about your child just to make sure you're on the right track or they're going through a phase that maybe you have some questions about or you don't know if they need like a full therapist or you just want some advice on how to handle a specific situation with them or you just want some ideas for things you can start implementing and working on at home. That is what I am doing in my new problem solving sessions. Right now, this is the only way to work with me one-on-one because I'm not taking new therapy clients. If you're interested in something like this for your child, go on the show notes and there's a link and you fill out an application to work with me and I will get back to you about if it's a good fit and scheduling and all that jazz. Thanks for coming to Mindful as a Mother podcast. If you'd like more of us and Mindful as a Mother, you can find Paige at Instagram at Parenting with Paige and Lindsay at Linz underscore Adams LCSW. Find us on TikTok, Instagram, and in our Facebook group, Creating Community and Smashing Parental Stigma, Embracing Mindful Motherhood and Positive Parenting. Thanks so much and see you next time.